Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the And all of these conversations have been incredibly inspiring, insightful, illuminating, informative. All of my guests, amazing. I mean, really fantastic people, men and women in their own right, who bring so much wisdom, who have such a wealth of experiences that color their journeys. And I'm well on my way to having 300 of those conversations. Yep, we are approaching 300. And I'm grateful today to have another amazing conversation with a sister and a friend. Guess what, y'all? I introduced her to her husband. She's originally from Indianapolis, Indiana, moving to the Washington, D.C. area in 1983. She joined Greater Mount Calvary Holy Church in 1984, where she became a licensed minister under the Mount Calvary Holy Churches of America in May of 1993. Currently, she is a member of the Ministerial Alliance and is an adjunct instructor at Calvary Bible Institute teaching on prayer. God birthed through her, a ministry for women. It's a movement, really. Uh, The movement is Flawless Ministries. She also has a weekly 6 a.m. prayer call, intercession for the family. She's been an entrepreneur, business owner for the past 11, almost 12 years, and has been married to Stephen Osbrooks for over 30 years. They have two sons, Aaron and Andrew, and one of her favorite scriptures is Psalm 24 and 3. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? Yep, she's an evangelist. She is a businesswoman. She is a wife. She is a mom. She is the leader of a movement where she is empowering women. And she is my friend. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. Carol Osbrooks, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. I know you are used to coming on and everyone preparing their hearts and their minds for prayer. (laughs) (laughs) You are an amazing prayer warrior, and at the end of our conversation, we certainly will share with our listeners how they can connect with you, Carol. You are not new to this. You are true to this work of intercession, of empowerment, encouragement, of inspiration. You've been doing this a long time. How does it feel when you hear your bio read back to you? And this is a brief bio. How does that feel when you hear? others reflecting back to you some of the wonderful things that 
that God has manifested through your life? What is that like for you? I say, who is that girl that they're talking about? That cannot be the one that I know, the little girl growing up in Indianapolis or the teenager or the high schooler or the the one who was trying to figure out and kept making mistakes and bumping her. That could not possibly be the same person. What was it like growing up for you in in Indianapolis? It was tough. It was tough. I was trying to find out, trying to find myself, trying to figure out you know, me didn't know who I was. It was, it was hard. My siblings um, are both, they're seven years apart. So they're much older than me. And so I was basically the only child because they were gone. They were on their own. And I had parents that were really older and they didn't know how to parent a teenager. They didn't, you know, they didn't know how to parent. Let me say, they didn't know how to parent this teenager. I was different from my other siblings. So, you know, I was, you know, I was, I love parties. I loved hanging out. I loved, you know, drinking with my friends and doing things, you know, that were difficult for older parents, you know, to, to understand. And so it, it, it wasn't the easiest. Uh, I did give my parents some breathing room, but for the most part, they didn't get much. You was a little rebel. Isn't that something? Yes. Yes. Listen, everybody has a story. Everyone has a past. And that is what I love about having these wealthy conversations with amazing people such as you, um, because people often create a narrative about who we are based on the chapter they came in on. You know what I mean? And so I love asking these questions and listening to the answers. Carol, who are you at your core? What are your core values? What's most important to you? Like what what would be your top four or five? So my top four is family. I am a wife to the core. I am a mother of two amazing sons. And I honestly, if I was not, you know, if I wasn't a, a minister and all that, I would just embrace being a wife and a parent. And be fine with it. I, I mean, you know, that was my 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 desire. Um, you know, once I did give my life to Christ, is that I just I, I wanted to I wanted to grow. So I think part of my core is learning, and enjoying who I am. Also, enjoying the new person that I've become. I love it. Who inspires you? Oh my goodness, so many people. And can I just say, not because I'm on your radio show, you inspire me every time I open up Instagram, every time I open up Facebook and I say, oh, I know her. And, you know, and so I just want to say, you know, to see you where you are now is just, uh, it's, it's amazing. Other people that haven't, you welcome. Other people that have inspired me um, have been, like good friends, people that I see that I don't know. I would say that um, uh, a good friend of mine who is, she's a, she's a co-pastor, but, and she's very, you know, she's in the background. She's not one of these people who's in the pulpit or anything like that, but she her her just her, her life inspires me. So it's different type of people 
that inspire me. It's not always the ones that have the microphone. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Yeah. So understanding, Carol, that we learn many lessons over the course of our lifetime. Can you share a lesson or two that you have learned that has guided your life? It can be something you learned as a child, as a teen, a young adult, or even now. You know, share a lesson or two with us that has guided your life. One of the lessons that I am learning and I'm accepting of always being honest about me and not pushing myself in the shadows because, as a friend said, because of your uncomfortability. Um, just loving myself. That's been a lesson that it took me years to experience and to say, and it's okay. It's okay if you don't like me. I'm good. I really am. And um, being true to who I am, um, that that has been a major um, a journey for me. And so the, the, the honesty and accepting the truth of, of who God made me to be has done so much for me as an individual. How did you learn that? Right. We talk about, we talk about honesty and I say we, I mean, generally speaking, you know, we talk about just do you, just be who you are, just, you know, be yourself, be free, be authentic. How did you learn that lesson? What are some of the things that you had to walk through to come to the conclusion that, you know what? (laughs) it's just easier to be who I am than to be who other people think I should be or to be who I'm not. How did you get there? Can you share a little bit about that? I want to go a little deeper. Yeah. Um, I think through rough patches in my life, I learned that. Not through the pats on the back and you're this and you're that. You're just great. No, it was through the mistakes, through the heartaches, through the broken hearts, the experiences, that helped me when I wanted to just say I'm done with whatever it was I was done with. And then coming to realize this is part of my making, this is part of who I am, that has has helped me and molded me. Um, not, I'm, and I'm learning not to run away from things that when it gets tough, to stay there because there's a lesson in it. So the making of Carol Allsbrooks is still going through. We're still going through the story. We're still, you know, there's curtains still being open, trying to discover who she is. And I'm, I'm discovering. But I think those tough periods, those moments of opening my eyes and seeing the seeing what I needed see and and the things I didn't want to see or that were revealed those were those moments that just said now I want you to sit with this for a minute and I want uh, and and it's okay you're going to be okay I want you to sit I want you to see what I see so that those were pivotal times those those rough patches rough patches that's what that that was my making those 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 times when 
I just wanted to say I can't take it no more or the sadness, didn't know why I was sad. Those were precious moments for me. Think back. And and yes, I love that you're talking about endurance, right? That's what it sounds like. Just enduring. I call it sitting in the lotus because out of the mud comes this beautiful flower after it has been seasoned, if you will, in the mud. Mm-hmm. And just having the capacity of endurance. So you you endured, you come out, you come out stronger, you come out wiser, you have now this perspective of life and, and who you are. I want you to think about and share a moment that after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same. And it can be something positive. It can be something not so positive, but share a moment with us that after it happened, you knew Carol's life is different. (laughs) It will never be the same after this. For me, you know, I can just share what comes to mind quickly is the birth of my daughter, right? And that's just one of them. But share with us a moment for you that after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same. Um, What I'm going to share is something that you're familiar with. When we were coming up at our at the old church on Greater Mount Calvary on Park Road and um, I was dating someone and I was being treated pretty bad. And um, (laughs) and the individual, the young man was saying, you know, telling everybody this is this is going to be my wife. And I was confused about it. Because I felt like that's not how you treat somebody that you love. So one day I hadn't talked to him. You know, it had, there were times when I wouldn't talk to him for a while. And, you know, and he would just call out the blue. So it was one, one early, early morning. He decided to call me around two o'clock. And he was just talking. And I had an aha moment where the Holy Spirit said to me, that's enough. That's enough. And I knew it was just like something within me just shifted. And I knew at that moment that it was it was over. But I had to be the one to say it's over. And that moment, like it just I felt like I grew. I felt like I grew a couple of inches when I made when I mentally made the decision to really move on. And it was hard, but I did it and I did it with ease. And I kept listening to myself say, it's over, it's over. And once I heard myself say it, the reality of it came and then I felt free. So that was, I, that was a moment in my life that I'll never forget. That's good. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and what's good about it is how you really broke down the phases of it. You know, you faced it. Yes. Even though your voice was shaking, you spoke the truth. And speaking your truth really set you free. And once you were set free, you stepped out of that place of bondage. And when you stepped out of it, you created capacity for more. Right? Right. So 
I just love how you broke that down because so many people feel held hostage mm-hmm. by situations, circumstances, and relationships, thinking that where they are is all there is, right? So right. I, <laughs> I love that you, you shared that. Love that you shared that. Uh, talk about flawless. What is flawless and where does it come from? Wow. So flawless started in the early uh, 2000s. And um, I had been, you know, praying, asking God, what is my purpose? I've been hearing people preach about purpose, purpose. And I was like, well, I want a purpose. I want to do something that would be meaningful and to help people, but I just don't know what it is. And um, one day I just had this another aha moment where it was, I want you to lead women. I want you to help them there with their identity. I want you to help women that are emotionally that are struggling with those that are overweight versus those that are underweight or at a, at a great place in their weight. And there's always, it started out as being, a um, there was a war, a, a, a silent war between these two women. Uh, the one that was heavy had an issue with the one that was thin. The one that was thin had an issue with the one with that was heavy. So the Lord, you know, he was like, I want you to deal with that. And I want you to talk about being flawless. We're all flawed. We all have issues as women, but what can we do to work on our flaws? What can we do? Because a lot of times we look at we look at ourselves in the mirror, and you can you you can talk about so many things you don't like about yourself, but what is it that you really love? And to be able to look and look deep at yourself and just begin to pick things out. I love this about me. I love that I have freckles or I love the fact that my hair is, my hair is, it's unruly. It's nappy. It's hard to tame, but I love that. I love my hair. Or I love the fact that, um, that, that my, I have a gap. Me, I have a gap and I'm not ashamed. I don't want to close my gap. This is who I am. You know, gaps running my family. It's, when we're comfortable with being who we are without having to say, you know, I want to, I, I need, I need to go get surgery or I need to change this. About, I don't like my cheekbones, but this is how God made you. Uh-huh. Flaws and all. So that's how flawless began. And then um, we began to have events and comp, you know, uh, conferences definitely now online where we would invite women to come in and speak. We, we talk about mental health. We talk about the struggles, um, even people who are grieving, you know, there's such a great, great loss right now. And, and, and how we can, you know, help and meet the need, uh, what people need to know about grief. Um, we talk about, We're going to be talking about financial wealth. We're going to be talking about so much, but I just, I just want to help women to accept who, accept the things that they don't like. There's some things we don't like about ourselves and to be okay. It's okay. 
Who said, who said Yeah, who said you're not attractive? Who told you that? Yeah, I love that. I love that and the work that you do with women through Flawless. As we're winding down here, you've been married for over 30 years. Yes. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Share, share some wisdom and insight with wives who are listening uh, or women who want to get married. What has been the secret of your successful marriage? <laughs> so I'm sorry to meet the other So I want to say one of the main things is listening to the person. You may not understand what they are saying, but listen beyond what they're saying. I've learned um, with my husband to really, because he's saying something, and then sometimes it's he, sometimes he could get caught up and he's saying all this stuff. And I'm saying, well, and I'm the whole time he's talking, I'm I'm praying, God, what is he really saying? What 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 do I, how do I need to respond to this? And then the Holy Spirit will say something and I'll say, I'll repeat it to him. And then he's, oh, oh, yeah, well, that's really what I was trying to say. So I just think that listening is huge. Of course, people say communication. Yeah, communication. But you re- can I say that you really got to like the person that you live with? Yeah. You you really have to. It's it's. Ooh, okay, we've been married 31 years, but you you got to because Lord, we're in a we're in a pandemic. We can't go out as like like we used to. You know, both of us are here. You got to deal with it. What and if you don't like the person? Ooh, then you need to get you need to seek outside help. And then you all need mm-hmm. to decide: Do I want to stay married to somebody I don't like? What is it I don't like about this person? Is it something that they can work on, or is it something that? you know, they don't feel like they need to work on. You know, many times the Black community, we don't like to say that we're in therapy. I think it's some kind of a a, a stigma. That's that's a shame. That's or you should. Yeah. So I think that people, it's okay to go get counseling. It's okay to call a mediator in and say, okay, I need you all to help us. Because you have to really want your marriage to work. You have to want, okay, there there are days when we don't like each other and we get that. And we, you know, we've grown, we've matured um, in that, but we learn, we work through it. We work through it. You got to get through it. You got to learn how to work through the, through the rough stuff. Yeah. At some point, at some point, your marriage has to become the most important thing. Right. Yes. Over who's right. I'm right. You're right. OK, let's let's lift our marriage up. Right. And yes. compromise and come together mm-hmm. and do it for the sake of marriage. I mean, 31 years and counting. What a blessing. You're Thank a blessing. You. Flawless ministries, the babies you take care of in your <laughs> business, your home daycare, your businesswoman. Just phenomenal, Carol. What are you grateful for as we are winding down here? What are you grateful for? Hmm. I think before the pandemic, I would have said something different, but I'm going to say I'm grateful for peace of mind. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for knowing how to just 
try to stay calm in the midst of when it's with when it's trauma going on. Um, that that is what I'm grateful for is being calm and having peace. <laughs> that's that's the best answer I can say. That is awesome. <laughs> so many people don't have peace. Yeah. Peace of mind. Peace yeah. in their mind. Peace in their minds. Inner peace, regardless of what's happening outside. Yeah. What a phenomenal answer. What legacy do you want to leave? Oh, my goodness. Whew. You want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for helping so many, helping people. Um, helping people come out of whatever struggles or, 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 or life, you know, the, helping women in particular not to get caught up in a tumultu- tum- uh, a, a t- tormenting relationship, helping women to know that they can be free, helping women to know that they can love themselves. I think that's, that's what I want to be remembered. Yeah, I'm an intercessor. I'm a, I am an intercessor, but more importantly, I think that I love God and I want to be remembered that regardless of the situations that we face in life, that we have to know that we can pull ourselves through whatever, whatever it is. I love that. What an awesome way to end this powerful conversation. How can our listeners connect with you, Carol? Where can they find you online, on social media, website, whatever you want to share? How can our listeners connect with you? Okay, so on Facebook, Carol Allsbrooks. You can also find me on Carol Allsbrooks Ministry. And Allsbrooks is spelled A-L-S-B-R-O-O-K-S. Um, on Instagram, I'm Carol underscore Allsbrooks. And then if you, uh, my uh, website is carolallsbrooksministries.com. Phenomenal, phenomenal conversation. I know it nurtured and nourished so many who are listening. Thank you for thank you. time today. And thank you all for listening to the Soul Wealth Radio Show here on 96.3. HD4 and DCRadio.gov. I invite you to visit my website, VickiJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at All Things Vicky, and Vicky is V I K K I. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright, it is your inheritance. So go out into the world, family. Live with passion, live with purpose, live with intention, live full. Know that you can love yourself, flaws and all, as Carol Allsbrook so eloquently shared. Live Live full so you can die empty. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on Soul Wealth at DCRadio.gov.